0: Welcome to the Tech Ethics Collective Podcast, and thank you for tuning in to our first episode. The Tech Ethics Collective Podcast will be presenting leading um, innovations within the biotech and tech industry, all while weighing the ethical and legal perspectives of said innovations. Now, a little bit about me I'm a third year pre law biomedical engineering student at the most illustrious HBCU in the country, North Carolina A&T State University. Can I get an Aggie pride? (laughs) Um, I have the aspirations of becoming a tech slash biotech attorney um, to advocate for alternative medicinal therapies, healthcare equity, as well as increased transparency within the medical industry. Now, I know you know what tech is, as you probably are consuming this podcast on some form of tech, but what exactly is biotechnology? In simple terms, biotechnology is any application of technology to a living organism such as the human body. Um, I know it may sound scary, but (laughs) it doesn't really always have to be. Pharmacies are one of the earliest um, adaptations of biotech into our modern society. More examples of biotechnology include x-rays, cardiograms, and today we even have the ability to create synthetic fertilized embryos. Now, if you aren't familiar with that terminology, essentially we can grow lab babies without a man or a woman. So that's where we're at with tech. And biotechnology essentially aims to improve the quality of life. Yes, traditional medicine can cure certain disorders, But what about the after effects? You know, once your treatment is done, once your doctor has no more tips or um, solutions for you, what's next? There's little that traditional medicine has to offer you in that realm. And so that's where we find people abusing um, prescription pills or abusing traditional medicine. Um, And in that sense, we can say that traditional medicine isn't effective And solving the problems after the sickness so biotechnology is designed to help people live with their current condition um, and allows them to experience some sense of normalcy Um, you know again for example if someone loses an eye um, both eyes make up a hundred percent of the vision right so if you lose one eye you're at 50% of the vision biotechnologists will design a solution that gets you to 75% of your vision while only using that one eye. So it helps you to experience some type of normalcy, maybe not 100% normal, but an improvement from your current standing. Now, just because we can do something doesn't mean we always should. That's what makes legal and ethical arguments within the biotech realm and within biotech innovation so controversial i'm um, an example of um, how controversial exactly um, the arguments can get you can take a look at the supreme court's historic upending of the roe v wade case after 50 years of precedence while innovation is celebrated and inspirational they must follow the law um, and the principle of bioethics that are set. So, while the procedures and inventions and innovation in biotechnology can be beneficial, they still have to follow the ethical and legal guidelines. The ethical pillars of biotechnology are autonomy, beneficence, non maleficence, as well as justice. Autonomy is the right to self. Determination of what happens to your body. So you get the final say in your treatment. Beneficence is the goal of promoting health. So these products can't be designed to harm, or they shouldn't be designed to harm. Um, non maleficence is essentially just a, another um, promotion of no harm. And justice is being fair in the distribution of the healthcare resources. Um, so if you're going to design this product, design it so that everyone can use it. If you enjoyed this episode or just passionate about health and biotechnology, make sure you follow us along for the journey at the Tech Ethics Collective podcast. Thanks for listening. This podcast will present bioethical and legal debates, um, essentially about the biotechnical and the technical innovations that will be presented on this program. It is important that we have these debates so that if existing innovations are out there, we can advocate for them so that people can actually enjoy and experience an improved quality of life.